Welcome to the exciting conclusion of our three-part series of You Got Issues, I Got Issues, Now What Are We Gonna Do About It? Yeah, get excited, everybody. Um, Gotta end on a high note. This long, you're either really bored, really drunk, or asleep. Yeah, due to the uh, intent, uh, purposely intentional, completely intentional constrictions of <laughs> Zoom, we are doing three parts. Yes, they put a limit on us, so we just keep hitting the reset. But, you know, isn't that like a metaphor for everything, though? Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to set a time limit, but then just do it again and again and again. I'm not going to eat the whole chocolate bar. I'm going to break it into pieces. Yeah. So I only eat one piece at a time over and over and over again until i've eaten the whole chocolate bar so in an attempt not to like you're saying beat the horse i I think the other one ended the other one ended in a so hopefully it's going to be better in the edit but in kind of a cliffhanger of what do you do about it i hope my life is better in the edit shit (laughs) in the edit right (laughs) what is history um that's another topic I have a I have a big beef with history. <laughs> <laughs> you arrive at the pearly gates and you go, St. Peter, I don't know why. I'm, I'm just going like, to say, oh, fine, it's bro, we use Photoshop. I'm just going to say, there's no fucking way <laughs> that the people who we know lived in Egypt that we credit as the builders built oh, those pyramids. Yeah. No, I know. No, they got there. They fucking obviously inherited them. We we're like, holy shit, let's put our shit in there. Like, oh so I obviously, I, right? Can I, we I, not even I'm argue really, anymore? Yeah, no, that's fine. Jesus. I'm reading my kids like Magic School Bus book, and it's the Ye Oldie Solar System one. And it gets to the asteroid belt. And it's like when and this is this is like 1990s, late 1980s, whatever. Pluto's yeah. a real planet. Like this is OG shit. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> book fair in person shit. <laughs> classic. Classic. Uh, <laughs> Smell the spine. <sighs> yeah, anyway, that's a good time. Back to you. Um, Amen. So, um, you know, some people think the asteroid belt might have been, you know, matter that collected that could have been a planet that wasn't, or maybe it was a planet and it's the remains of a planet. And then me with my tinfoil brain go, wait a minute, hold on. There could have been another planet between the two. (laughs) (laughs) What are we saying here? Many, many (laughs) moons ago. We did blow it up. You damn dirty apes. Yeah, dude, that's real. See, see, you never so know. we used to live on three planets. It was Earth, Mars, and the real home world. Uh, three pyramids. <laughs> what happened was then we blew it up. And then Mars moved out too far, killed everybody. So we had to go back to Earth, which was the backup plan, like Battlestar Galactica. Okay, I, I knew that was too well too well thought of to not be something. <laughs> no, I don't know. Most of it, no, actually, unless until I it's got to be some Stargate episode. I swear. No, actually, I made up all of that. Oh, nice, nice. See, this is the kind of thinking we need in the new QAnon forums I've been on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It oh, senses God. fear. It senses fear. No, I, I that's that's my beginning and end is these buildings and these artifacts and these things that you, you they're just these stupefying like I almost wonder if what if the thing to do for a thousand years was stack rocks. And let's say people like the iPhone. Let's say we had a thousand years to make iPhones. Can you imagine how fucking cool it would be at the end of a thousand years? What if you had a thousand years to stack rocks? 
you would develop the best fucking stack rocking or rock stacking method ever. You'd get the angles right. You'd get the polishes right. You'd go get the farthest fucking stone. Like we're getting lithium in Africa to put it in our fucking little battery to make our little pyramid special. And so, like, what if they just had a thousand years to stack rocks and we're just overcomplicating this? And it's just uh, no. the pinnacle of stacking rocks. No, 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 because. The part for machinal purposes like they're building no, a machine the part of that that i don't agree with though <clears throat> is the ass i don't necessarily agree with it either i'm just spitballing okay, okay. yeah i'm but, making up my the own part story of that, this was supposed to be about emotional trauma <laughs> this is the trauma <laughs> this is where it all started the lies no i'm just kidding the, well, part, of yes. that that I, the part of that that i don't agree with is the mm. acetone because the, the human brain what? is not the, so the, the hockey stick curve okay um <clears throat> the 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 human brain could not have possibly evolved that fast to go from ug and thug for 10,000 years to, you know, Jacob and Isaac for like a thousand years to like iPhones after that. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. We couldn't have been that dumb for that long and then gotten this smart that fast. We deleted a lot of history with all these catastrophes. We're trying to jumble them all together in geology to make them stack on a on a graph it's it not accurate it doesn't, it doesn't. And it won't because, ever because so I, I, you ask this question to anybody now like okay so when the bombs go off and our civilization dies and we're reduced to mud dwellers and then a thousand years goes by what will the historical records say about the 20th century or the 21st century fucking nothing it's gonna be a fucking dirt pile nothing because it's, be a, it's dirt a dirt pile because yeah. they won't be because the hard drives won't exist or they won't be readable <clears throat> so it's not there. so so that's why you go where's the saws that cut this obvious giant stone granite thing and a precise they whatever made of plastic and they, and they melted there's fucking long off. gone and obviously the stone's there because it's stone and everything else is not there but, like i don't know the, 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 no it, but, it's but, pretty but you, but yeah. you look you look at stuff like you know I'm, I'm trying to remember i think it's peru or some garbage wherever the wherever the um you know there's a stone monument for each um astrological sign or whatever somewhere in the andes or peru oh, or something sure, like that sure. there's the there's the draco scorpio one yeah um, not scorpio is different sorry the dragon the serpent um and somewhere there's some village there and they say you look at it and it's like the it's like the stone was just poured in place or melted in place or i watched something and they used that verbiage and it was like <clears throat> okay well if you could work with molten rock and you could just shape it and add more to it like it was clay, well, then absolutely you could make these giant things because you're not moving all that mass in one go yeah. or you're moving it by a different means. And I had yeah. this like, yeah, if stone was the way to build things, the way that aliens, if stone was the way to build things, <laughs> well, the way that we apocalypse. use plastic or whatever nowadays, because everything's plastic, all this cheap Chinese shit. It's, I mean, it takes 10 million years in a landfill. Well, yeah, and then yeah. 10 million years from now, you'll never know Pikachu was here, would you? Um, <clears throat> so, like, stones, stone sticks around. And why the fascination with the astrological symbols over all this time? And because it's predicting the things that took away their, their whole civilization. And I feel like that's the crude, the era of the hieroglyphs are like this panic desire to put down something on stone because Before you just came out of knowing nothing and you're panicked. 
So you're in the documentation mode. You're in panic yep. documentation, stone writing, all the people that came yep. out of the recent apocalypse. They're journaling. The, the same person trauma. that was in Egypt making hieroglyphs was at the same time as a dude in a cave with cave paintings. They're supposed to take place 10,000 years apart, but they literally could have happened simultaneously just by a inheritance of means. If you inherited the apocalypse near Egypt, post-apocalyptic Egypt, you have a much better chance of surviving than someone surviving the apocalypse out in the fucking desert somewhere. They're going to find some cave and seem way more primitive on the geological record. And you're going to go, these are so fucking different. They have to be different evolved humans. We're going to separate them. Yeah. Well, that's not and, fucking and, true. And it's probably not even accurate. Of the bomb or were you out in the suburbs of the bomb? Like what, what yeah. level of what did you get? So. What kind of, how big was your building? <clears throat> I like the yeah. molten rock idea though. Cause that <laughs> I heard long ago in some conspiracy you know, late night history.com, whatever bullshit thing where they did some little test on some rock of the one of the big tablets and it had a bunch of bubbles, which would only be characteristic from like, like a concrete pour. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm thinking, mm -hmm. yeah, if all this stuff was a formed out scenario, you could bring hundreds of these little buckets up and dump them in a form and build a new layer tomorrow and just go to the top. Still, they, they 3D printed all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Still, how you laid it out and got it accurate and signed, lined it up with shit ten, a thousand miles away from it, perfectly or near perfectly, that's pretty staggering in and of itself. Well, it was satellite guided. I mean, like, okay, I'm gonna say that we just had a thousand years to lay it out. But like, well, or that, or or the or the time record as well. Uh huh. I think that almost goes without saying. The Dark Ages is some big gap where we say we don't know. Like, I feel like all through science, if they don't know, they add billions and billions of years. Or if they don't know, they just go, hey, <laughs> they just add a gap of time to fill in the blanks. And it sucks. The Dark Ages might be one of them. No, no, I think that's fair. And it's funny because you like, you're going to pull up my, my good friend Warcraft or World of Warcraft or whatever. You know, you've got, you've got one period of time where they wanted to tell ancient history. And, you know, it was the 90s and they were a bunch of frat boys and they were making a video game and they just pulled a number out of their ass that sounded cool. And so they were like, well, 10,000 years ago in the early time, you yeah. know, the first demonic invasion and then Illidan was in prison and then his prison cell was nine steps by four steps for 10,000 <laughs> years. And you're like, okay, I'm sorry. If you put somebody in solitary for like two months they lose their ever fucking shit yeah. so you're gonna tell me that this guy was in solitary for ten thousand years and he came out alive and not a blubbering pile of mush right like they just threw a number at it to make it sound cool but then when you actually start like building the rest of the world out and now the franchise is 25 years old or whatever it is you go back and you look at that little nugget and you go like somebody hasn't figured out how to retcon that because like 200 years would have been plenty, bro. Like, it didn't didn't have to be 10,000 years of the right. sundering of the continents. Like, but yeah. you know, it was a cool number at the time. So, I, you know, I, I, if that's possible with fantasy, let's face it, history is fantasy with more facts. So it's, it's, it's just, right. you know, it's, it's, they just throw numbers. It's just throw numbers at shit. It's the monkeys and the typewriter phenomenon. Well, the only way we can make this work is if we give a lot of time juice to it. And then, you know, that should pump the equation full of enough random probability to explain away the fact that we don't know what um, that, but, and that goes with politics and everything, man. It sucks. But the piece of this that kind of I had like one of those light bulb moments was uh, doing my doing my rosary or whatever it was, and doing some faith stuff. And somewhere, somehow, there was some phrasing that just tickled my brain just right. 
And it was one of those, you know, the reason why all this ancient aliens and all that stuff just appeals to us so greatly is, hey, let's reframe that, that let's reframe that biblical narrative for two seconds. You were somewhere and some shit happened and you got kicked out and now you're somewhere else. You're not supposed to be here. Okay, now we're going to go back to the, the, to the mere Christianity, you know. All of Earth is 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 the devil's domain, and we're in enemy territory. And it's our job to try and get back home to God or home to heaven. And it's like, don't get me wrong. At this point in my life, I do genuinely believe the faith part of this, and I'm not trying to turn this into a conspiracy theory. But I do want to kind of layer the two on top of each other, oh, just it's... for enough to say. This is a reoccurring theme throughout so much of humanity. This cannot be part of the collective consciousness without being partially true in some flavor. And this pure Neil deGrasse Tyson narcissistic science only approach of well, you know, there was just, you know, some primordial soup, and then there was apes, and then we made tools, and that's that's what it was, the end. Like, we did not start on this planet, period. Are you familiar with the st- the stoned ape theory? I am aware that it exists. Yes, it was a Rogan podcast, and it had something to do with who could eat what mushrooms, and it expanded their consciousness <laughs> for some period of time. And it was like oh, they got awesome. high enough to visualize how tools work. Am I am I close on this? Um, I mean, <laughs> I think Rogan has mentioned it. Um, the 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 granddaddy of the the guy who invented the term is uh, Terrence McKenna, and he's okay. the dude that you can still look up YouTube. Uh, lectures and stuff from back in the early video camera days and the quality's terrible better off to just lower the browser and listen to it sure but he's hilarious he's got that room in, in stitches sometimes and it's it is really fun to listen to some of the old audio or the video of him sitting down just like on a chair like and guys <laughs> and guys let me tell you like he's just just it's so organically honest and it's really cool to watch but he kind of coined the idea that with the invention of uh migrating mammals following herds and hunters okay. and humans you follow the buffalo the cow the whatever migrating animal and they poop and the mushrooms grow in the poop and they go hey what are these mushrooms and they eat the mushrooms and then the mushrooms you know obviously are these incredible effects and they start to go you develop religions now where you worship cows because you know the, the god came from the, the cow so now you have this weird religion that no one understands 100 years later, 1,000 years later, whatever, here nor there. But the point is, you worship the thing and you develop this kinship with it. And, the, and you that could be the bell curve where you go from nothing to cooked meat. You get more nutrition from the meat. The brain grows in size. You know, you, you have like different revelations in life. So the mushroom makes the brain grow in size or the mushroom like expands in, the consciousness to be able yes. to perceive things? Or... And then that becomes habitual and it becomes hereditary. If that's even scientific, that is the theory that he he proposed that at some point primates got a hold of the mushrooms and that's what caused their brains to grow or could have. It's just fun conversation. I don't know if it's true, but it's kind of the background of the Stone Age. So you can obviously look it up. It's divine inspiration via shrooms, possibly. And then you go down the whole row of the red and white mushroom that has Gives been worshipped as the Christ, you know, the sacred yeah. mushroom and the cross, the the John, whatever his name is, John Marco Allegro book that was 
bought by the Catholic Church and destroyed and only recently came back into print in digital form where he was one of the 12 uh, people that was put on the commission to translate the Dead Sea Scrolls. It was the only one that was agnostic and said, hey, guys, this is a bunch of poetry about psychedelic rituals and fertility gods. And you're really pushing me to make it about this spiritual thing. And boom, and they kind of went the spiritual way via the Catholic Church. I hate to diss on the Catholic Church, but and after his publishing, where he said, cool, you guys got the new Quran and I've got all this documentation on what I'm doing and I'm going to write this different book. And they obviously Epstein them and, you know, and destroyed the book. But now because it's just old just, lore, just John Marco Allegro, the, the sacred mushroom in the cross. And it was his interpretation of the Dead Sea Scrolls basically saying that most of this religion was based on, most of Western religion was based on this. The Judeo side of Christianity was this fertility, ritualistic kind of thing about their psychedelic rituals, which he always comes back to that red and white mushroom. That's why I have him here. Interesting. These little guys. They always come back to the, uh, from, from Christmas stuff to loosely translated into Christ to these crazy like translation of like semen of the gods, which the dew would lay on the mushrooms and they'd only fruit after the dew. And then it would turn in. Then the word semen of Christ turned into Christ turned into like, like all of these deliberate translations away from what they had found, which of course mm. from the King James only side of the people, they'll tell you the Dead Sea Scrolls were just a bunch of pagans in Alexandria, Egypt and their damn, you know, library deserves to get burnt. But it's like, how can you say that? Like how much was lost in this understanding, but you just want to hold on to your little circle of reality. And it goes back to what we've literally been saying, the trauma that gets passed down through history, through religion, through your parents, through what do you do about it? Cause none of it you can tangibly touch. I don't know if the book's real. I don't know if Allegro was on crack. I don't know if he was biased cause he was agnostic. Like, what do I know? What do you do oh. when you feel like this? <laughs> get back into the corner. You've got to have some immutable within you, some line you won't cross <clears throat> that says, I'm not going to do that. Not feel that or do that? Yes. That's not reality, though. You're a human being. You're not a robot. I know. I didn't say I had it. I said, you've got to have it gotta have it so that's like, like a, you gotta you, like i don't know like i hate to say set boundaries because that sounds like such bullshit but like <laughs> oh it does because it can you, be manipulated you, it can be infected yeah. with have, have you ever sat there and you just say like i refuse to feel this i refuse to go down this path and more and more said, i'm not doing this they were i have only gotten that way out of feeling where those paths go and beating my head against those walls but yes of course, have to. Like, oh, we're not doing this again, kind of thing. Yeah, it's not healthy. I'm not, I already, I can literally. I can already just, see the path. I've already walked can, it before. Yeah, I'm not doing it again. play every every word that's already going to be spoken. Absolutely, every emotion, everything I'll feel, everything they'll say, everything. Don't yeah, even go you just, there. You just you just watch the episode and you go like, no, that's a train wreck. We're not playing yeah. today. I'm gonna go walk outside. I'm gonna go do this other thing. Yeah, yeah, and you just get to the point where like, I know where this algorithm goes. I'm not playing this game anymore. Have a nice day. The internalization though is not healthy. That's what I'm learning. No, but like, I mean, you're probably in a somewhat similar situation where you say, okay, I would love to walk away from this comma. However, X, Y, and Z are relying on me, depending on me. And if I ask to leave, 
if I just leave, then I'm a dick. And if I ask to leave, then I'm requiring somebody else to take something else on in order to compensate for me taking extra. Is that, was that too generic? No. Here's my transactional brain. Sorry. Yeah, if no, I take time I get... off, you have to do more childcare. Like that's my transactional brain. Yeah, no, I, I don't feel the desire to leave my family. I feel, or not saying you do, but I feel the desire mm-hmm. to like. 10 out of 10, I do sometimes. 10 out of 10, I want to walk away. Not, not permanently. Not and that's, permanently. And that's, I yeah, mean, that's what I wanted to clarify. I need a break. Like, oh, and everyone gets there. to Michigan and work in a bakery for a week. I want to go live in a shack by the river. I want to go hide in a GameStop and play video games in the corner. Like, I don't know. I just want to, I want to unplug from my And life you're allowed to do while. all of those things and not feel like you're putting your family in a lurch. Well, but apparently I am. And that's, that's the problem is like, like, okay. <clears throat> when are you so. Are you required to bear the cross all the fucking time? Or can you like put it down for a little while and come back to it? Of course. Because like you're never going to get to Calvary unless you die. No, and, and like, you don't want like, everything. Yeah, only works so far. And this is the suicide thing. You don't want to reduce like like any time I've ever felt suicidal is because when I felt like, well, this there's if this is all there is to feel, if I'm going to keep right. feeling the same thing repetitively with no end, what yeah. is like you said, there's no productive outlet. I, I've done all the things. Like, it's yep. not a matter of wanting to leave a family or wanting to do anything. I just don't want to keep no. feeling this way. No, you're just like, I'm I'm just tired of this non-productive circle jerk. No, I can empathize with that. I, I'm not going to encourage it, but I can empathize with it. No, it's of course there. not. I'm just, I'm just realizing that it comes from a place of not wanting to die. It's coming from a place of wanting to feel great. Well, yeah, and you also, and then you think, well, I don't want to hurt them or anything like that. I just don't want to do this anymore. Like, it's a, there's, there's a selfish, I don't want to do this anymore, surrounded by a selfless, <clears throat> yeah, but I don't want to do that to everybody else. Like this is, I just, you know, you listen to, <clears throat> you listen to your kids watching Reading Rainbow from 1992 or something like that because we live in that household and um, <laughs> we don't watch anything new and they don't know the difference. It's Better beautiful. than Richard Scary, right? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. Anyway, um, you know, some inventions, whatever, it doesn't matter. And all these kids going, "What would you invent?" And I'm sitting there myself going. I want a machine that I don't, even, I don't even care about time travel. I just want a time diluter. I just want to go and stretch this hour out into about like a day and a half, you know, and then come back into it. That's fine. That's all I need. I just, I want to take, I want to take a day without having to take a day. Does that make any sense? Yes, because you're trying to tra- you're trying to logically make just, what you just need take place. You're logically trying to take what you need to take place and put it in a logical if, environment. If you could sell me some drug where I would like safely sleep for one hour a day and it would be the same as getting a full rested eight hours night's sleep. Oh, 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 we'd, we'd all oh, be my rich. For my kingdom. Yes, hundred yeah. <clears throat> percent. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I haven't gotten enough done, and I need more day. Or if you're just doing something pleasurable, you're like, I'm off on this vacation style situation. I should be doing the things that I do when I have time. And it's just another guilt. So I feel like you have to do some of the things. You can't do complete denial in all directions. Realizing you can't do all the things, you have to do some of the things some of the times. And not do and not hyper focus on three out of four or two out of ten or whatever. If that's the answer for myself, I guess. I got a, if I, that's literally, here's an honest confession. I booked myself a ticket to go to Arizona and back 
out of Grand Rapids because it was super cheap and super easy. Sure. And I can sure. sleep in my car for a night because, of course, I'm somehow okay with that. <laughs> so, you know, whatever bullshit scenario, I canceled the ticket the day later because I had a panic attack that night at almost exactly four in the morning because I realized that I would have to wake up at four in the morning to go drive to Grand Rapids to get there at 730 to get to, you know, the, the thing on time. And I had this repeat of what happened when I was at your house last. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, I am not doing this. And I canceled that ticket when I could still get the full refund. And I was like, sure. something is fucked up with me. I can't enjoy anything. Like that's terrifying. I can't even go create the space. Like I feel trapped if I stay and trapped if I go in my mind. You know what I mean? Like I don't have freedom anywhere. So I know it's not my, my kid's fault. I know it's not my spouse's fault all the time of anything. You know what I mean? It's some of the time for sure. So I have to, what I've been trying to do is set up little things that I know I want, but I can't rationalize in my head and try to just let my brain go through the motions of saying, you should be enjoying this and see what happens a couple times, trying to force my brain to click over to that direction. And if any encouragement would be is to do the things you think, if you can be honest with yourself, this would make me feel good. Walk away for 10 minutes, go do this, go do that, or not, or stay in the room and lock the door, whatever version of it is to you. Do it two out of the 10 times you think about it. Just so you have had said, just so you have had done it. And maybe you collect that over six months and you now have this memory of doing it 20 times or not doing that thing 20 times. And it's no longer this thing that is always there that you do or don't get to do. It's actually, oh, that's part of my life in some facet. It's not the well, not deprivation. You take the mystery out of, you take the mystery out of the forbidden fruit kind of situation. Yeah, especially if it's not actually going to kill you, or I don't know. What right. I don't know what I'm saying. No, no, whatever no, it is, the the, the bowling league take time away from my yeah. family because they'll always need me. Okay, valid. <clears throat> but then you constantly like you're either chasing this. I need time away. I'm talking about myself. Sure. <clears throat> I'm either chasing this. I need time away, while simultaneously, like, never allowing myself to have it. But if you just do it, then you can say, "Well, I did it." It went like this. This were the pros and cons of it. I felt better or I didn't feel better when I came back. And then it yeah. becomes you're no longer chasing the dragon, so to speak. You're no you longer have more like, tools at least. You 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 can say it was or it was not everything that I wanted it to be. I could do it better next time, or it really wasn't worth it. But you're not constantly like bad analogy, but it becomes like just sleep with the porn star. And then you can go like, okay, well it was or it wasn't, but now it's no longer an unknown. No, no, it's a weird example, but like, no, I, I hear it only because I was raised in these circles where these deeply devoted lock your kids in a in a hole because it's better for them scenarios where simple normal life experiences were kept away and told that they're so fucked up that if I could have just gone through a couple of them at a certain age, man, I'd be so much better set off in my life than I am now. Right, I develop you know relationships way differently if I had the opportunity to, but. Yeah, we're all different. We all come out of that different fucking squeeze. But I don't want to be the dude that looks at my kid and says, oh, it's easy for me to repeat a behavior. So I'm just going to do that thing. And now you can just fucking deal with it. Because I 100% feel like that's what happened to me. My parents were so selfish enough to just, re just do their little thing. They could barely figure out themselves. They had no care in the world about what we were doing. And it sucked. So many scenarios I think of. Like well, uh, the, the first podcast of season two here was repeating a story about talking to these people online when I was younger and all the, some trouble I got into and all this. And I'm like, 
my parents didn't have a clue about any of that. No. I 100% in, I was all me at a young age trying to figure out some bullshit. And that is tainted the next batch of friends I made after that at 16 and transferred over into my mid twenties. And I'm still struggle with so much of that still is the source of so much of the suffering, just the suffering, just because of those simple events that happened when I was unguided at a certain age. It's stupid. It's stupid. It feels like it's life is, shouldn't be that fucking fragile. I should be able to fucking rebound from shit like that. So then it becomes, did you not have a skill to rebound from a a trauma because you had never had a trauma before? Possibly, or at least that kind of one. Once again, yeah, let's have no friends and then have a weird happenstance with some friends and then have none ever again. So the only experience is the weird experience. You're never going to develop tools to have better experiences. So you, if you do, you repeat the stupid habits of the old stuff. And now it's just an older version of it and you get more trouble. And now you're, uh, you know, you're not actually healing from anything or resolving anything. You're just repeating the past. You're just in a sick loop of bullshit. And I think maybe being conscious of it, maybe and actually being able to be transparent enough to say it is, is part of it. So now when I experience it in real life, I can compartmentalize what these things are. I don't know. I don't know. And the, and the unknowing makes me sit here and think and think and think and think to try to have some sort of productive outcome at some point. I crave that. You know, my, my wife has a certain, I, I like envy and hate her for it at the same time. She's got such a simple, straightforward, depends on how you want to spin it, right. um, view of so many things like, well, it just is. So it's over at the end. That's that's nice. You know, hmm. God just is. Um, this is just the way it is. I'm yeah. just perfectly content in in where I'm at. And I'm I'm I maybe I'm overdoing it a little bit, but it's like no, yeah. I look at her and she just does not have existential crises over stuff. She just doesn't. She's like, man, it's not worth thinking about. And on the one hand, I go, man, your life must be like so just it is because it is because it is. The end, have a nice day. <clears throat> While on the same side going, wow, your life is simple as shit. Like it it, it depends on which angle I want to take it from, but Right. Yeah, it's and I feel like you take it a step beyond me half the time because you're you're in such a reductive circle sometimes that even I have to go like, dude, breathe. Yeah, like no fun. You're you're belaboring how belaboring works. Like you're not even in productive belaboring anymore. Um, and I don't I don't know how to help. I don't know if I can help. No, for sure. But I'm not necessarily like, asking you to. No, no, I hear you. I hear you device, you know, yeah. but it's, it's, yeah, I hear you. I, what I'm saying though is I hear you because I go to those places where I go like, well, what if this, and then what if that, and I can't get out of it. And, and you know, why am I this way? And what did I do to get here? And usually then at that point, I just reach a point of like frustration and exhaustion. And I go like, I'm going to curl up in a corner and take a nap. Right. And that tends to be my brain's big fat reset is I'm just going to sleep. And since I'm 2% narcoleptic, I just, sleep and then that's the end of that because i can sleep anywhere anyhow for any reason in the end which is weird apparently i fall asleep in three minutes or less i know because my health tracker ring tells me so shameless plug for the health tracker ring which i didn't name so (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Send me rings. <laughs> yeah. um, it's fine. You can Google it. It's only a decent, it's an okay product. The watches are infinitesimally better. I just don't want to wear a watch. So it's the only one that makes a ring. So that's but cool. anyway. Yeah. Well, Good to know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. If you, if you want a, like a fitness tracker, go get a watch, Samsung, Apple, whatever. Right. Um, if you're willing to wear a watch, but I like to wear a, of a you know mechanical gear watch and so then i don't want to wear a stupid computer watch so then i'm left with the, the ring which is fine it works it does what it's supposed to do um, it's good that you have an outlet though because that'd suck if there was only well everything's on a watch or everything's on a right right right, right. No, so speaking of sleep it's annoying for me because I... sometimes i'll have great sleep and sometimes i'll have fucking nightmare riddled and I've tried to track it down. Maybe it's eating late at night. Maybe it's, you know, certain things that are just, you know, little Occam's razor. I don't need to keep going into a do ditch you, with this stuff. Do you sleep stuff. with somebody? Or do you sleep by yourself? I mean, yeah, with my spouse and sometimes my youngest, okay. if he happens to make it there. Sure. I was going to say, because sometimes the nice part about my weird schedule, and I know we're running a lot of time here, but the nice part about my weird schedule is if I sleep like alone with earplugs and I sleep for about six hours, and that's just again, because I've been tracking stuff. Like I knock out, I don't move. I have deep sleep, and as soon as I start to get up into that light sleep and stuff, yeah, that's when the REM kicks in. If I just pinch that shit off, and I say I got three hours of deep sleep, a couple hours of light sleep, and fifteen minutes of REM, fuck off, goodbye, have a nice day. Right, no nightmares. It's magical. Um, I gotta find the pattern. Surprisingly rested. I got to find the pattern of what they are because I don't want to believe it's this, you know, demonic situation or what not really actually I'm putting a fine point on it, but like some psychological situation where I'm tortured by the past. And if I just resolved it, I wouldn't dream this anymore, but to better dreams, sir. Amen. Have a good night, my friend. Until next time. I appreciate you. Cheers.